Reseller Clickbait Podcast, episode 86. Morning, Ken. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Hey, do you have your do you have your Groundhog Day decorations taken down yet? <laughs> it was Yeah. Yep, it was, I took those down. Is Groundhog Day earlier in the week and uh at least around here, Buckeye Chuck That's did the first time in history. I, I don't think I've ever remember him not seeing his shadow. It's the first year. And he did not see his shadow. Buckeye yep. Chuck here in my area. Buckeye Chuck's just like right around the corner from my house. The official groundhog of Ohio is like two miles away from my house. And I never go over to the festivities. I did last year. I, w- I, w- I wanted to go again this year. Last year I did like an Instagram live from there. But man, it's just, it's early. It doesn't it's surprise early. me at all. Ken, you're and always looking for a reason to celebrate, aren't you? <laughs> I am for sure. You're a very festive fellow. <laughs> I got that. Well, I still have, that's one of my projects today is I still have like Christmas stuff out here at my house. And so today I'm put. it's, it's actually nice outside. Uh, today I don't have a Ken complains about winter this week because it's been I didn't nice. have anything to complain about. It was uh, actually had, a pretty decent week. We had some kids coming out for, well, we had our kids, not just some kids. We had our kids coming out for supper (laughs) this past week. And we Uh, knew they were coming, so we hurried up and got the last of our outside (coughs) decorations taken down. Christmas decorations down? We knew if we didn't get them down before they came out for supper, they'd shame us about still having them up. So (laughs) we got those down. Yeah, we're completely Christmas free now. Uh, Yeah, I, I will be today. Like I say, it's mostly just like all the tubs and stuff. I don't really have like the tree up and all of those sorts of things around it's just like it's all taken down it just needs to be be kind of put away for the season but uh but ours yeah, was happy... just a few lights and a little bit of ribbon out on the porch so it's good to see it gone yes happy so happy belated belated groundhog day what oh so he did see a shadow so that means it's six less more winter. weeks it's less winter so it's less only winter. a month and a half left rather than six weeks right so, which yep. sounds bad. A month and a half is like, it's like two things, like a month and a half. We're like, <laughs> yeah, it is, it's both of those. Six weeks is like together. six things. It's like six things rather than two things. So I'm it looking does, forward to it. It sounds to, shorter. It does, doesn't it? I'm, I'm waiting for that uh, springtime to come. Oh, I'm, I'm waiting for springtime to come in fall. I'm not a spring fan either. I'm just like straight summer, like across the board. I just want it to be warm all this the time. This year is weird. And it's, I'm I'm not rooting. Like spring's my favorite time of the year. I like spring because you can finally get outside and do some stuff. But yeah, I'm not in a hurry for it because I know that means we're going to hit sourcing heavy again, and we're not ready. We're not there yet. Oh, you're not okay. You're not. I was, was going to say that's usually what everybody's looking forward to is getting out and doing the the sourcing. We still have more than enough death pile. We got to get through, and we're just we're getting through it pretty good i mean we're listing a lot but we're not yeah we're not ready for spring <laughs> yeah i i'm i'm ready for spring just for the weather i yeah my death pile is is not ready for stuff however i did i did start to think i haven't really taken advantage of my local bins that had opened up just this last year and i'm thinking uh i just need although i have that inventory in my death pile it just doesn't excite me right now and so I think I need to go like kind of maybe hit the bins. Uh, although I have been finding cool stuff in my pile. It's like, oh, I forgot I bought this thing. And you, you list it and and it sells in a couple of days. It's like, man, I could have had that, you know, $20, $30, $100 already. And 
See, I think there's two I different think, kinds of, well, I think there's a lot of different reseller personalities out there, but I like Teresa is way more of a, like a treasure hunter picker personality than I am. I'm way more yeah. like business entrepreneur type person. I want to see how we could grow the business. She wants to find the next cool thing and, yeah. and get it listed. So it, we have two completely separate business goals. They just happen to work together. But I'm not excited about going picking that much. I'm way more excited about what we could do to grow the business this year. Yeah, and that's like I guess that's something that we're gonna talk about here coming up in the show. That's that actually a was a good segue to uh, to a topic that we're gonna talk about. But and yeah, accidental, gonna, how do you like that? It was <laughs> it was an <laughs> accidental segues. How about that? But right here at the beginning, I want to throw out a couple, uh, just a couple of resellery community sort of things. Uh, big shout out to um, two old guys reselling podcasts. They had a live yep. this week where our good friend Chris, the old school picker, has uh, announced his, oh, what what do you want to say? His partial retirement, retirement I guess. Yeah, you would say from, uh, from, from video content, still doing the reselling. Um, but he kind of sat down and prioritized, pre, pre, not prioritized, prioritized. He prioritized um, the things that were important to him and the things that he needed to uh, accomplish uh, in in life. And that YouTube content creation kind of came, you know, a little that. farther down the list. And so, you know, shout out to to Chris and and just looking forward to what Caleb is going to do going forward because he is going to keep the two old guys reselling podcast going. Well, the uh, highlight of that live was Ken actually conceded the race to a thousand to the two old guys <laughs> right before Chris retired. Yeah, I'm going to retract that. <laughs> I retract my previous statements, although they're only like 40 away or something from hitting yeah. that thousand mark. And we're still like 440 away. I, I did second the motion. I can, I can take defeat yes. when you see it. It is pretty plain. They, they beat yes. us there for sure. So, so we have a shot. I'm happy to be I'm happy to be defeated by those two. Oh yeah, for for sure. And that that was fun, you know. We we kind of pushed that a little bit to see what we could do and at the time we were yeah, it's slightly behind but psh, they're they're way up there so. <laughs> yeah, we're slightly you know, more behind. I I wish no uh I wish no ill will towards my buddy Caleb uh and you know, but maybe maybe we could get 300 and some subs if everybody yeah. that watched this episode today, you know, started like created one of those, six like, accounts. A burner account, yeah, that, and then they sub to the show, and then you know got their grandma or their mom or somebody like that to sub to the show. Of course, that wouldn't be very, very good because grandma's probably not going to watch us every week. We don't need those well, they dead, might. dead views. They might. I That's mean, kind of our demographic, isn't it? Pretty much. Old old ladies love me for some reason. I'm not sure why. Maybe because I'm an old guy. That could be part of it. But anyway, well, well I think we both got that so, covered. <laughs> so uh we could i'll you know, tell you what we could just start the, giving away tupperware every week i'll bring a new piece of tupperware to give away yeah because you have plenty of that i saw that in one of your recent videos that. that you guys listed uh <laughs> tons of of tupperware but shout out to chris old school picker uh my friend um gonna miss should, you chris oh, yes for sure and 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 he'll be around he said he'd be around but we should oh we should have made like a little video montage right here and you know played like that should have prepared Sarah a song McLaughlin or song or something you know <laughs> in the arms of an angel we'll get uh some chris montage but he doesn't get it, that yet he's he's not dead he's just taking a break from youtube he's still a reseller yes. and he's still 
in the community. As far as I'm concerned, he's still here. We're just not going to get his videos for a while. So exactly. I'm still hopeful he's coming so, back. Yeah. Oh, he'll he'll be back around. He'll he'll get that stuff going. And you kind of get that itch when you get out into uh, into the aforementioned thrifting or sourcing season. Um, get well, out can you there imagine in the community. Putting out the amount of content he put out for what, four years, five years? Yeah. And then just stop picking up the camera one day. Yeah. Like he, eventually that itch I think is going to catch him where he's like, I got, I, I just want to go out and record something. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. I'm just waiting to see what that which, is. Cause I'm, I'd be excited to watch it, whatever it is. Which that would be a lot. That would be pretty freeing though. Cause I know when I go out yeah. to the sales, I pretty much, even though I don't put out a lot of pre-recorded content and by a lot, I mean any uh, pre-recorded <laughs> content uh, or I haven't for a while. I still record at almost every sale when i'm out we and it's it it is a little bit freeing on those times when you don't take the camera and you're not recording because you're not conscious of that you're you're paying you know more attention to those items that you're that you're trying to pick up and and yeah, we kind of stopped recording our on, yard sale stuff we have a whole hard drive full of it that we're not going to use yeah. already well, so you, we just you, stopped recording it. <laughs> that, is that so that you don't have to issue formal apologies to your viewers anymore? Yeah. Oh, yep. we're, <laughs> we disappoint more than enough people with our I, somewhat okay content. <laughs> we, I saw we're gonna that, stay away uh, from picking. One of the recent videos on on your channel over Grams and Pops was your apology video for your your sourcing uh, your sourcing yeah, video. Our, that was our that sourcing was videos good. are not up to par with with what people are used to apparently. Well, not yeah. apparently. I like it's obvious they're they're not up to par, so it's just not not our thing. Yeah, I want to do some different um, um, content. Uh, I'm, I'm just not sure. I want to do some pre-record. Of course, you know, I do the ten versus ten stuff, and that's just goofy thing I do. You know, each week as a live. We, but anyway, we thought about taking some more raw type footage from our picking, just the pieces where we're finding stuff, and maybe drop it in just for our community, like behind unpublished, just. Oh, into okay. our patreon or something so it's we have somewhere to use it and we can make use of it a little bit and I, yeah. I do think there's some interesting stuff in there it's just we're not great at editing it so maybe we'll just not we'll just drop it in raw there you go and then yeah if you quit filming all together or come up with a new strategy for that filming you know like you say once you once that, <laughs> that's better. one of the things whenever yeah just, <laughs> just do it just better be a better content creator that's what i always <laughs> notice you know i have several like half completed uh videos are almost even completed videos that i watch them it's like well i'm bored watching this and maybe it's in that editing process you've seen it so many times and you're doing the cuts yeah. and it's like oh i wished i would have done this while i was recording and you know at the say oh i had a perfect opportunity to say this or to show this and and anyway but that's uh i, I still wonder why anybody watches our stuff it, every time i edit one of our videos i'm like i don't know why anybody watches this but every we, we try every, to make them better every time every wednesday and sunday i think <laughs> every man, wednesday I, when you watch my stuff you're saying the same i could thing. be doing something better with my life and uh you could be and probably should be <laughs> uh, so anyway uh that was and then also another you know um just a shout out to a friend uh shane over there at uh grandpa city flips or maybe maybe he'll grandpa soda, soda soda grandpa Ooh. soda um he ha is Ooh, going to be a pops. grandpa soda Ooh. there you go soda pops 
there you go. Um, maybe you can get some royalties from that if he goes with that. <laughs> I might. I might be Soda able to. Soda pop. Man, I love that. I wish I would have thought of that. That was just, that was good, Corey. Uh, well, thank you. He's going to be, yeah, he's going to be a well, grandpa. Yeah, congratulations to Shane. He is going to be a grandpa a little, and, and they had the gender reveal, right? Yeah, and he nailed it. He was, he was team boy. And, yep. um, and, uh, as of right now, all signs point towards, he's going to have his little, his little grandson buddy to hang out with. And, uh, so congrats to Shane on that. That was just kind of something that I saw come up in content in some of my content viewing this week. He's going to love that. That's that's going to be a blast. Which it was good to get. It was good to get, you know, some good happiness. I had I had one of those recellery recellery weeks. I know every week I say you that word. You can't so, use reselling as an adjective and then have it mean something bad. Reselling's good. Well, yeah. I'm trying to think of a better adjective. I mean, shitty works, but <laughs> yeah, I had one of those <laughs> one of those shitty reseller weeks that, <laughs> that uh, you know we all get as re as resellers. You know, it's not it's but you know every you get these situations that come up. But sometimes you get one of those weeks where they're where it just all piles up on you. Uh, I I had um, I got a negative feedback. Uh, which was just painful. I have uh, USPS. I have some lost packages, which that's where that negative uh, comes from. And I kind of talk about that a little bit, but uh, I had to refund a buyer on an item that was my mistake or or my error. And uh, I did that as like a customer service sort of thing. Uh, my seller, my uh, seller rating dropped below 100%. Uh, again, thank you. USPS. It was just, um, yeah, I watched like your running content. the hurdles and tripping on every you one know, of them, huh? It was, it, it was, it was one of those, just one of those weeks that you, I, I don't know that you just, it was painful, but then nothing cures, nothing cures the, the ills more than a uh, cha-ching. Talking to me? Well, oh. yeah. See, I, yeah. <laughs> so I call Corey and I vent all my my woes to him. And you know, oddly enough, I usually don't feel better after after those conversations. You, one well, it was think, too you know, short. Our conversation yeah. from the other day was only four miles, and when I got done, I was like, "Well, that wasn't enough." It wasn't a workout. I needed ten. Well, you call me like right at coffee time or whatever. You know, when I go next door over to my folks, and you're always at coffee uh, time. Well, it seems it seems that way. That's usually like you know five p.m. Five p.m. It seems Eastern. like that's okay. just when things wind down enough to where you would normally make a phone call. Yeah. In the day, so I think I just catch you at that time a lot. And I'm just getting getting geared up at that point, but. Yeah, you would think, you know, talking to a friend that's also a reseller, you know, they would understand these woes. And, uh, but, you know, you just, you just keep working. You just keep listening. Mm -hmm. And then those cha-chings and those cha-chings can cure, cure all ills, um, which happened. I think yesterday, uh, eBay said, you know, you ever see that every now and then it's like eBay says, okay, it's your turn. Today's your day. And the sales just like start to come in and i was trying to do okay so yesterday morning saturday yesterday was saturday we record this on a sunday and i had a couple of sales when i woke up and i had a really good sale and i thought uh 
I'm going to try to get these packaged because if I can make it to a post office with my shipment and shipments, even on a Saturday, I'm going to do that. And so I was running out of time. I said, okay, I'm going to get these a couple of items out because one was a good sale. It was like a $90 sale. And it's like, I don't want the person to change their mind over the rest of the weekend and, right. you know, want to do a, you know, cancel the order. Let's get this stuff out there and, and shipped. And so I'm out there. I, I gather the, the items. I'm trying to get uh, them packaged up so I can get to the post office before they close. And then I sell another item. It's like, okay, that's a quick one. I can pack that one up real quick. And then I sell another item that was like a really super difficult packer. Yeah, it was a big um Something you had Frankenbox a little? Uh, yeah, a little bit of Frankenboxing, but tons of bubble wrap and paper and stuff. It was like a big porcelain uh, clown. One of the, the clowns that I had listed on my... 10 versus 10 a few weeks yep. ago. Um, but it, it took extra special care and kind of reinforcing the box and bubble wrapping and all that stuff. It's like, okay, I'm not going to make it to the post office. Uh, I'm not going to so be we, able to get this boxed up. We quit doing that. Like like the shipping right away thing. We quit doing that. Yeah, uh, I think just like three months ago, I talked to you about it. We quit doing it because it was, we, we just had a rash of people ordering and then we would try and rush to get it shipped that same day or the next morning. Uh-huh. And we had a bunch of them just canceled like immediately after we shipped. Okay. So so now we wait. We have one day shipping, but now we wait the full day and ship okay. it the, the following day. We don't ever do it the same day anymore just because it's so much easier if we cancel an order before it ships. Before, oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's... uh. I, tr- I try. I still try. You know, if I, if I have not went to the post office yet... Um, I will, I will try to get a package out yeah. if it sold that, that morning. And I've been pretty fortunate over the time that, you know, most of the people in the, the types of items that I sell, they're, they're deliberately buying them. That's not, a off the cuff. I just saw this and then have that, that immediate buyer's the remorse. accidental purchase. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. We get those Mike, a lot. My kid got my phone and accidentally, you know, went through and, and ordered this. Uh, you know, it's not like you just click the button and something orders. Most of the time, yeah. there's you know two or three buttons to push and 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 such. My nephew's so. cat is ordering a new litter box. <laughs> yeah, we and get we all kinds of weird excuses. Litter boxes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no. But you know, thank you to the USPS for losing packages and and not holding up their end of the deal. That's one of the things. You know, that's the one, the one. Um, piece in this business that once you once that item is shipped you know even though you've done all of your you held up your end of the bargain you still get dinged by the customer will say i haven't i have an item out there that's lost okay yep i didn't know it wasn't delivered uh because i hadn't you know followed up and i try to look at my orders that had shipped out and you know, a few times a week just to make sure that everything is getting delivered. But I didn't realize this customer reaches out to me and says, I haven't got my item yet. And I was immediately pretty much within five minutes of getting that. It's like, and it was kind of late at night, 1030 quarter to 11. I'm okay. First thing in the morning, I will check into this, contact USPS, see what I can do, you know, leave them that, you know, rest assured that that I will take care of you if the package is gone or lost or, or whatever, just, you know, don't worry about that. And so I get up the, the next morning and fire up my eBay and stuff to, to get that process going. And I have a negative feedback and it's like the reason from is that person. Ha- from that person yeah. haven't 
haven't received my item yet. And it's like, you know, that's a ding against me and my, it's not a ding against the carrier. It's, it's, and it's like, I'm trying, I'm trying to do, so, you know, I, I tracked the package. I seen, you know, where it was at and, and, uh, tried to go in and do the missing mail thing, yep. but you have to wait like seven days or something after it was supposed to be delivered. So it wouldn't let me put that, put that in, but I did file a, a thing with the USPS and, and I, you know, con recontacted the buyer and just let him know that's that. We had kind of a philosophical debate about this on the yeah. on our four mile conversation about the customer perspective of that. When you order something, it, you know we don't we don't think of it as a buyer. We're not thinking of it as two separate things, like the the person we purchased it from and then the post office. We're thinking yeah. we're buying one thing and that includes delivery, and it it all falls on the the seller's shoulders. Yeah, and as a as a seller. We're seeing it as two separate things. You bought from me and I'm going to do everything I can to make you happy. But I am at the post office's mercy. So we're seeing yeah. a two-sided thing. They're seeing a one-sided thing. And I completely get their perspective because when I paid to have it show up by next Wednesday and yeah. it shows up not next Wednesday, then I'm immediately blaming the vendor. You know, yes. I, my, my blame meter never goes directly to the post office. It goes to the vendor. Yeah. And we kind of but, talked about that a little bit. You know, that negative feedback, which I yep. figure I will address. I kind of addressed it with them in the in my in my second follow up email that, hey, I, I, I noticed that you left a negative feedback on my account. I, you know, I am doing the best that I can. And I explained to them that it wouldn't let me put in for the missing package is seven days, blah, blah, blah. And so later that evening, it had passed that seven days. And I did do a missing yep. mail Thing. And their 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 comeback to me was that they, yeah, if they didn't get it soon, they were going to cancel it. And it's like, which is which is painful because now you have a package that's out there in the universe someplace, and they're going to want to cancel it, which means it's still going to it'll eventually get to them or yep. come back to me. I don't know. It's just one of those you know situations you're trying to do the best I think that you eBay can takes do. Care of the seller pretty good on that when you have tracking i think the like ebay is going to make you whole on that they're not going to count yeah. that against you like like i said i ebay's been pretty good about taking care of us when it's something that happened on the post office side and it wasn't any, like if it shows we dropped it off and it was scanned on time and and yeah. then it just got lost like ebay takes care of us pretty decent as sellers i, I guess short of that what a what other recourse do you have? Like you find some crazy eyed dude that looks like Gary Busey just to bring it to their door. And Here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't delivering this, you know, myself. And I don't know. It just one of those things, because, you know, I've been pretty fortunate over my, you know, whole reselling career here that yeah. most everything has got there on time. You know, I've had I've only had one other negative feedback and I was able to to get that you know removed right away, and so I figure I'll address that negative with the customer again once we can get this resolved. Either if the post office just yeah. comes back and says it's lost, it's we don't know where it's at, and then you know kind of go down that process, which I'm not even sure what to do at this point because I've never had the situation come up. And so, see to me, that's a that's we'll a valid. I think I would talk to eBay and see if they would remove it if the customer won't. But at at the same time, 
that that's kind of a valid negative. I would reply to it and say, you know, we shipped on time. The post office yeah. lost it. I apologize. You know, we we offer a full refund and reply to it if they won't remove it. But to me, that's a valid negative that I, if I can't get it removed, I'm not going to sweat it too bad because yeah. it is it is on me to get it to you. And, and I, it sucks. And the see, post office lets you down, but yes. And then they let me down on another one. I, like I said, my seller rating is down under a hundred percent, which, you know, OCD kicks in. It's like, why, what's, you know, what's up with that? <laughs> and there, there was a package for some reason. And this is where I'm not sure how the eBay system, I, you know, over time, I don't know what it's to take like three months or something for, for yeah. that. They review things. I think it's a three month um, cycle. Yep. Uh, because well, they, I think they review your seller rating every every month. Every month, but yeah. I think it takes either three or six months for something to drop off. Yeah, which is which is I, here's and here's what I don't understand. If they you know just look at the things, so for some reason the package was not scanned initially. It didn't come up. You know, I printed the label, I took it, and you know whatever, and it but it didn't show up as being scanned as accepted. However. When you go and do the tracking, it shows it was delivered. And so it's like, okay. I'm not sure how that how that happens that but there's no there's no tracking history in eBay other so than that I created. Is this the same label. package? No, this is a different, different package. One. Okay. Did it show up on time? Yeah, yeah. It got there just a, a, like a couple days after I shipped it, and so it was on time, but there's no no arrival there's scan. no tracking his yeah there's no acceptance scan and there's no um delivery or, or arrival scan but yet the tracking number shows as delivered and i See, think we were, I even when got we a, first started which wasn't that long ago but when we first started we heard horror stories about that that was one yeah. of the things we were kind of warned about by watching videos that make sure they're scanned when you take them to the post office yeah or or having somebody pick them up like make sure they're getting scanned so we have always just waited for a receipt yeah. we have our rather we take them in and they scan individually or we bring our scan sheet and do bulk we wait for the receipt at the post office and that was just something we did we formed that habit in the beginning because we kind of got scared off of not doing it by yeah. watching people talk about those arrival scans not happening yeah, when when I have in my process, if I have like a, a a big sales day or a big sales weekend, I am always taking those packages directly to the post office. They don't really work with the the scan sheets. They don't want to work with them or whatever at my post, post office. office? Okay. And so we do, um, you know, you go to the counter and they scan each individual one. I'm actually the one. I just keep throwing them up on the scale. They scan them, boom. I just you know one after another, and. Uh, they, you know, then I get that receipt and, but if I'm having, you know, if I have, you know, one, two, three sales, you know, something like that for, I take them around the corner to my local postal store, which is a, um, uh, one of those places they take UPS, they take USPS, yeah. whatever, but they, they don't scan them. They just go in a big bin that, you know, driver shows up that day and picks them up. And I've never had an issue, but this would have been a package that I just dropped off. So. I don't know how it goes through Could the whole that. system shows as it's delivered, but has no other scan history from the time that I printed the label to when it was delivered. And, but yeah, it just drives me nuts, but I'm not when 100%. we first start bringing packages to our post office here. Cause in our old business, we always did packages too. We always brought packages in. So, but when we first moved to this area, they wanted to scan all the boxes individually. They didn't want the scan sheet. 
Yeah. And with our old business and this one now too, once we got to the point where we were bringing 40 or 50 boxes into the post office, all of a yeah. sudden they want that scan sheet. Like, yeah, they don't want to scan them individually anymore. Exactly. So that worked out to our advantage. Now we just bring the sheet in and bring our three, four big bags in and we drop them off and they scan one and done. Give us a receipt. Yeah. It's uh. So, you know, I, would, I wish that the people that worked at my post office just, like, took care of all the mail in there. Because my post office, the folks there are just, they're the greatest. I don't know. Yeah. They just... We like ours, too. Super helpful. Answer questions. They're always fun. They're always friendly. Even when you bring in, you know, a great big old bag of, of, of stuff, they're just, they're on top of it. And um, so, yep. anyway. We know who's getting married and who's having kids. And we get their yeah, whole life story exactly. when they go in there. Who's gonna Which is who's gonna get to throw a pie into the face of the postmaster? They got a thing, you know, how you know when you get your receipt, it has that little barcode at the bottom yep. and they're always like scan this and do, you know, <laughs> review. Yeah, that if they get like 25 reviews or whatever, they get to throw a pie in the postmaster's face. And uh so see they're doing it it's and like, it's all funny. If I just walk in with my packages and do it, then they yell at me and want to get me arrested. Or if you just walk in with a pie and shove That's it. That's what right I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, and then the other stuff, I, here I'm just kind of like, oh, well, it's me. What have you What have you been going on with your week so we've been, far? How's we've your... been swamped trying to get things buttoned up for the Plains to Profit event in Omaha. So yes. we've, been, we've been really trying to button up all the loose ends and make sure everything is ready. And we're, that, we're getting right down to the wire on that. So I think yeah, we've got everything just... pretty much buttoned up now. A couple weeks and, and tickets are, are scarce. From what I've yeah, I, seen or what yeah, I've we're heard. Down, we're down to about a dozen tickets left, I think. is all. I think we have 12 tickets left that are available right now. So we've got wow. about 18 days to go. Yeah, so yeah, if anybody so, wants to slide in last minute, hop in. But yeah, grab do a that. ticket. But now's the time. <laughs> Corey, we'll put, a, we'll put a link down below um, yeah. that you can... It, it, yeah, it just sounds like a, a good, cool, great event. Go check out the planestoprofit.com. And, uh, you know, yeah, it's going to be a lot of ticket, fun. Get your ticket, show up. A lot of cool, a lot of cool folks are going to be there with different perspectives on the reselling business, the way that they resell and the, the avenues that they go down for sourcing and the avenues that they go down for, um, selling those items. We've already and, learned a few things just from talking to a few people that are showing up to the event, just okay. through the purchasing and, and we're kind of adding everybody to a Facebook group as we go and things like that. We've already learned a few things that changed the way we do reselling a little bit and we ain't oh, even cool. at the event yet. So it's, I'm looking forward to it. Like it's yeah, going to, it's going to be a pretty uh, good event. Not, not a great profitable event. I think we're still going to lose money on the whole event, but yeah. we're going to have a lot of fun doing it. I thought <laughs> maybe that's what you. FOMO sign. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening on the audio, on the audio side on, you know, Spotify or iTunes or all those places that you get. I seen Google Podcasts is going away. I got an email about that the that. other day. So I have to see how I did it. But I got my FOMO sign up because unfortunately I will not be able to attend. Even last night, Jill and I were still talking and she's like, if you want to go, she's like, I, I won't be able to go because I didn't, you know, schedule. If you said, and it's like, ah, but. For, for me right now, you know, financially, it's not the best decision, but, uh, man, it sounds like a cool event. And, uh, I'm not going to call you the names that I would call you if we were on the phone, because this is a public, public broadcast well, I, here. We're, I appreciate that. I'm going to let them okay. slide, but just know if I had a just, disappointment sign, I'd be holding it up. 
<laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I know, I know. So that's that's been most of your week, buttoning up planes to profit stuff and making yes. arrangements and getting stuff. Yeah. Um, Thankfully, that's that's so, coming to an end now. I don't think we have to do anything now. That there's like two more things that I have to just button up quick, and then it's just yeah. waiting to show up. So they're oh, right that's there. Cool. That's that's cool. It's exciting. I'm looking forward to all of the anytime there's a meetup. Uh, people put out content and uh you know yep. people are doing lives from events and and things like that so um man you should put out a list of all the people that are going to be there so that we everybody can follow their channels here i'm just giving oh, you we, more work i'm sure we'll be doing we'll be doing lives i think our youngest is actually going to tag along with us when we go up there and she's just going to record for us yeah so that we can enjoy the event we don't have to worry about wearing gopros all time She's going to record for us. And and I know some of the content creators that are coming down are going to be recording too. We've got yeah. a few pretty, pretty good size YouTube channels coming down to, to speak. And we've got a few platform people coming down and sponsors coming down to speak as well. So yeah, I'm sure there's going to be some content coming out of it. We'll have a few people lives going are, on eventually. People that are bigger than my channel, Corey? Like <laughs> people that are bigger than my mean, channel, even you my, got people my that mega have channel. More than 425 subscribers they were going to be doing content from there <laughs> we will be one of the smaller channels there the, of the people that have channels and there's a lot yeah. of people without channels which is almost yeah. more exciting to me because just talking to some of those people there's a lot of resellers doing things different and they don't have yes. youtube so you don't hear about it every day so it'd be interesting yeah, to talk to some of those a, folks when you kind of run around in this you know youtube community Yep. It can. It kind of seems like that's where the focus is. But the the number of folks that resell that do not have YouTube channels so or don't larger. do content creation <laughs> is is huge. And so yeah, that's that's cool. And um, good to get out of that little bubble once in a while, learn some new yeah, things. For sure, for sure. And that's what I've been trying to do too with my content watching is try to follow some new folks. Try to to pick. It's it's hard though to to get to learn somebody new. You know. Uh, cause you, you know, you become, I guess, friends with the, the folks in this, in the community or the circle that you're running. And it makes it hard to learn somebody new, learn somebody's new personality or something about them. Cause that's what I'm all about. You know, I do reselling every day. I like to, I like that personal aspect to get to know somebody and to get I'm to not very likable. Um, so I don't have the friend issue. This <laughs> <laughs> this, see now slightly off-putting is the way we go through life here. <laughs> we should we should just get a couch here you know a couch Corey, and you lay down and say you know tell me about your mother and uh we'll just do <laughs> oh you wouldn't like her either what <laughs> when... <laughs> no we've been we've been watching Corey's... content outside Corey's of... mother is a bit off-putting as well <laughs> sorry mom no we've been we've been watching content outside of reselling lately more we've been watching more marketing and e-commerce type content lately yeah to see how we can pull some of those ideas and things into this business because the, the, the one thing about ebay is if you're doing ebay and just ebay and you're not branching out to some of the other platforms yeah a lot of the ideas and the way things are done on ebay are pretty dated that i mean they're yeah. pretty far behind the rest of the online selling world so it's nice to I'll get outside that. of the ebay niches and the, the ebay sellers and watch some content from other types of sellers because they there's a lot of ideas that are older ideas that just have never made it to ebay yet yeah 
Yeah, and that's um, so. Does that mean you're going to start cross posting, Corey, to other platforms? But someday, someday we someday. will. That's that's not in our it's not in our near future necessarily. Just because we're not yeah we're not good well, enough at eBay to be looking elsewhere yet. Like see, that, that's, that's a, all on us. That's a good topic like for maybe in the future what th that was interesting the way that you put that 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 ebay is is a little behind in some of the ways that they're doing stuff the way that they're sometimes they're a know. lot of behind yeah well and i i think the demographic on ebay for sellers is fairly old too i, I don't think it's a young demographic so that you're not are, getting those new ideas on eBay or that are buying on ebay selling well both okay yeah. both i think so a lot of those new ideas, like the people on Shopify and, and Etsy and things like you're getting a lot of younger demographic and you're getting new ideas all the time. And yeah, sometimes when you're stuck with one demographic and it's an older demographic, things tend to stagnate a little bit. They, they like to keep things as they are. And if it well, go to any small town around you, that's three, four hundred, five hundred people in a town. And that town just stays the same forever because it's yeah. an old population. They don't want to change it. eBay is the same way sometimes. Crumudgeny. Crumudgeny. They get crumudgeny. Yeah. I think then you Me come too. up with that word last week. Did you I get didn't your come up with it. To get I your shirts made? I looked at it. I didn't. But I, did, I do think I looked the word up after that show, and I think we're saying it wrong. I think it's crumudgeny. Crumudgeny? I don't know. I'll have to look it up again. We're definitely pronouncing it wrong, but we're using it right. Okay. People understand. <laughs> so, That's what I, you know, as long so as it people is understand. Like when I say resellery, people yes. understand what I mean. They you get know. it. Yep. So that's an interesting topic. I like to go down that that road uh, at some point. Uh, talk about some of those new ideas that people are having or look and see. Again, I've been selling on eBay. I only sell on eBay. I don't sell on any other platforms, not for any reason other than, you know, I'm still trying to use all the one? tools and stuff that ebay you know that get that gets this one down uh, i think i have a pretty good handle on it but you know as we were talking through stuff and things that we might want to you know talk about one of the things kind of a follow-up um of a conversation that we had a, a couple of weeks ago where we were kind of we were a little bit on different pages there about making a customer your making a buyer your customer and things that you might do uh, and then we started talking about that packaging um, when yeah, you I think send we out might your have package. A, we might have approached that whole conversation incorrectly. I don't think it was received yeah. very well. And I, and I yeah. think it's partly our fault because we didn't approach it. We didn't get across what we were trying to say, I don't think. Yeah. And, Which... And I'm not sure we will this time either because we're just not that good at communicating. <laughs> yeah. But we're going to try again. <laughs> well, one of the things we were talking about, and you, you see out in the in the community a lot, is um, what what you're doing with that package when you're when you're sending it out. Are you doing like thank yous? Are you doing stickers in there? Are you uh, what is that? Wow! F I, when we were talking, and I don't mean to steal your your part of the conversation, but that wow factor when somebody gets their package that yeah. that I think is we, yeah any part of the transaction any part of the experience if if you could put something in it that makes you stand out i think and it yeah. doesn't have to be the package but that's just one example and i think a lot of what we talked about was maybe maybe it's not what you should put in the package or or what that note should say or anything like that maybe maybe the first question is why are you putting something in the package because we 
we talked yeah. a little bit about our response to it and we did we did hear a little bit of the response not just on ours but in in other chats that it's not yeah. something that has any value it's it's not something that does anything and and yeah. when we were and talking i i think what we what we kind of came up with is it, it maybe it's not doing anything because we're not sure why we're doing it in the first place yeah exactly and and we i don't think have a goal that more specifically is um putting a thank you card, putting a thank you card or a sticker or something in a box. And uh, you you hear that conversation of, oh, I don't do that. It's just a waste of time. It's a waste of money. It doesn't do anything for, for your sales. And, and I can, um, I, you know, I can get along without, oh, I've tried to, you see the comments, I've tried that before and it didn't do me any good. And, and I I'm, think the response I'm, to that is what did you want it to do? What were yes. you trying to accomplish? As we talked about this, as you and I talked about this, that's really where we got the kind of the the conversation to go is what what was the reason? And I'm in I am in both sides of this camp. Okay, when I, I am first too, started, I think, somewhat when when I first started uh, doing eBay and watching. Uh, all the reseller videos and content, I came across a lot of stuff where like, when you send out that package, you need to put a thank you card in there. Uh, something that says, you know, thank you to the buyer for for purchasing or whatever. And, and that will, you know, help increase your sales or help blah, blah, blah. And, and part of this conversation, I went to how, you know, how do you get repeat buyers? How do you get somebody? How do you, it, it kind of stems back to that buyer becoming your customer sort of a thing yep. and when i first started i would put the thank you cards in in all of my packages and i was just you know printing them out here and cutting them out and i really wasn't seeing where it was being beneficial and because i didn't have any direction other than just putting yeah. a thing you know what would say thank you and it would say you know stuff like you know i i strive to do um, give you the best customer service, you know, five star, that that sort of stuff with number one, either no call to action from the from the buyer. Uh, and and I, I didn't see results. And so I was one of those where I was like, oh, I tried that and it was a waste of time and I didn't do yeah. any and it didn't do anything for me. And I've changed my my process here, Reed. I just recently picked it back up, and because we're also, changing said, ours, we're, I mean, we're we're actively changing ours because we are not. I don't think we have yeah. a great focus yet on what we want that to accomplish for us. Yeah, I think we're still developing that. Even and and we have a pretty good card and a sticker and all that, but still, our focus for what are we what are we trying to accomplish by putting it in there? I think it's still a little bit wishy washy. So. Yeah. I think we're getting results from our cards and I think it, we, we have ways to see that that are pretty evident. Yeah. But I think we're, we're getting them partially by accident because we put them in because we heard it was good practice and we're not very focused with what we're trying to accomplish yet. Yes. So we're working and, on that too. You know, there's not, um, there's, I guess just the general thing of just being a, a, a good person, thanking somebody, you know, it can be as simple as a, just that thank you card. You know, I, at the beginning, I was doing thank you cards. And I might throw a few candies in there. I might throw, you know, these other little things in in the box with it. And I wasn't, there was no way for me to measure that. 
that it wasn't maybe maybe it was doing good maybe it was just the person opened the box and there was something other than than just the product in there because yeah. i look at uh say for example uh jill she buys a lot of stuff off of ebay she buys a lot of stuff off of whatnot and she's constantly showing me the packaging that she gets from people and some there's a, a number of sellers out there that you know the they just, whatever box was right there, they just, just threw the in. item in it, boom, and, and there it comes. You know, no protection on things, no no bubble wrap, no extra paper on things that might be, you know, fragile or breakable. Um, or, you know, the box is just not the right size. And, and, and then other items that she gets are very well packaged, very well packaged. She'll buy clothing that's just not piled in a box. It's it's perfectly folded and, you know, and, and in there. And then she always notes to me, Oh, look, I got this thank you card or this person threw in, you know, this little cheap pair of earrings or something like that. You know, just something that when she opened that box made her take notice of which is good. That that's seller. good marketing. I mean, that that little thank you note that you put in the box or whatever you put in there, if if you decide to do that. Yeah. To me, it's just an icebreaker. It gets your attention. It's hey, you and, and then your yeah. customer saying, yeah, what? And, and what are you going to tell them after? You have their attention and it sounds like some of those are doing pretty good at getting her attention she's saying oh this is different yeah. and picking it up she noticed it now that, now the question is what are they going to tell her are they going to take advantage of having that customer's attention yeah and i think that's the part that we didn't address well i think that's the part that varies like i, I think we talked about it a little bit it varies so differently store to store what i might want to yes. do with that customer's attention might be completely different than what you want to do but probably yeah. will be completely different yes and you know some of that some of that focus as we started to talk about some of those things that you know you have get because of the what your card says you've gained viewers to your youtube channel uh yep. or to your different social medias because you might have put on that card or your current card um says what does your what does your current card well, say it's and, Here's the card oh, we put. He has a sample. In. Perfect. So, okay. So Got it's a thank you card, and it just oh. has our branding on it a little bit. Okay. Okay. And then this side here you. is is our big note, which a lot of people are not going to read. But okay. it's, it's basically just you... just saying thank you for your purchase. Remember to leave us a review, and then it asks them specifically asks them to bookmark our store. Yeah. If they can come back and bookmark our eBay store. And if you have any questions, contact us directly on our eBay store. And then yeah. it has our, our little QR code. But then we also have the sticker in there with a it QR goes... code on it. Okay. And both of those QR codes go to our Grams and Pops link tree with okay. all of our links to our website, our eBay store, our Instagram, our Facebook, our YouTube, so that they can follow us on all of our social media channels. We're yeah. trying to kind of brand a little bit. But I... Even that, we may be a little bit too shotgun approach. It may be too scattered. We may need to yeah. tighten that focus and try to ask more for one thing. We might be, you know, simply put, we might be asking for too much in that. Yeah, true. And, so, I, you know, I was going to say, I was thinking that when you were talking there, because generally I'm not paying attention to what you're saying. I'm just thinking about <laughs> what I want to say next. Is, um, yeah, I'm not mm, always sure. Sandwich. 
And <laughs> I'm not always sure in those packages, say that, that Jill gets that might have a thank you or a sticker or some little gift. If it's an eBay purchase, I'm not really sure that that's making her go back or even realize that a person that that came from a person that's still that it's an eBay purchase. Oh, I bought right. this from eBay and this this person sent this thank you. And that was cool. Yeah. But is she there's going no to doubt seek when you out get that? that it yeah. came from a person. Yes. So that, Directly that I from, think, yep, you're right. And so that's, you know, where my focus had been once we started to talk about that customer, uh, yeah, buyer becoming your customer is what can I, what is something that I can do different in my packages, not necessarily different from anybody else, what they're doing, but what change can I make in my business to, try to get customers, try to get a repeat customer, try to make them say, oh, hey, I liked this item. I liked the way that it was packaged. I liked the box. I liked whatever it was. Maybe they sell other stuff that's like this, or I had such a good, good customer service experience with the whole thing. Maybe I want to buy other things. You know, well, I bought this yep. vintage electronic from <clears throat> them, but hey, let's go check out their store and see, do they have, you know, I'm looking for a vintage sports jersey or I'm looking for, you know, a, I, I think a that was a good something. train of thought that we went down in our phone conversation too. a little bit is yeah. a, a lot of the what do you even say? What do you even say here? A lot of the the disagreement or the the objection to yeah. this type of thing has always historically on eBay, at least and through YouTube that I'm seeing has been I'm an everything seller. I'm not niche down. Yeah. I, it makes no difference if they come back to my store. They bought a filter for a refrigerator. They're never coming back to buy anything else. Yeah. And 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 I think we made the comparison that if that was the mindset of every thrift store in America, they'd all be closed because people don't True. come to buy. It, people the don't go to a thing. thrift store to buy the same things because it's a niche store. They're going yeah. to shop. And if, if you can exactly. make a fan out of these people and have them come back and shop like they do in thrift stores or secondhand stores, then yeah. it, there's a lot of opportunity using that type of business model. Yeah. Or, I mean, even something, even Walmart for, you know, yeah. they're, an, they're everything an everything seller, seller you yep. know, and that, yeah. And I can see that, that argument, you know, people coming back, but, and then, oh, though it's a waste of time or a waste of, a waste of time or a waste of money. I guess it depends on how you're, you're looking at that. Okay. So like you have your, your uh, thank you card and your sticker that you put in there. One of the changes that I made in my in my business, you know, here recently is every package that I send out, I I print out the packing list for it. Mm -hmm. uh, not only do, does that go in the box, um, but it's it's my part of my system to make sure that I get the right package to the right person. When I'm pulling inventory off of the shelves, uh, you know, I have my my packing list. And I use that to organize things and I'm not sending out a thank you card, but each of those packing lists, I write a handwritten thank you on there. There's a place on there that's a message. Uh, you can put your own personalized message on that thing. And it's just thanks. I thank them for their, their purchase and, and ask, you know, that uh, positive feedback is greatly appreciated, you know, if they're happy with their, with their item. And so each of those, I'll cover up the address. So like, here's a, here's a current one that I have the packing list and I got the thank you on there. This person just so happened to buy like three, three items from me. 
uh, which was cool. But the, the change that I made on anything is right up here in the corner because these have the QR code on them that goes okay. directly to my eBay store. And I'll kind of show the the sticker a little separate. Let me let me get this up here. So I'm printing these off of my Rolo. I don't know if that's focusing. Scan the code, save the seller, and I put that little heart and save the seller that is uh, looks just like it does on the page. You know, for more great deals and newly listed items. And that's and so, very. That's a very basic, very simple message. It's unconfusing. You're not throwing a lot at them, and you're asking them something very very clearly come back yes. scan the code and save me as a seller and, and i like that it's probably better focused than mine not probably it definitely is better focused than mine and that qr code you know i didn't generate that that's generated on this this packing list and i'm sure there's a lot of people that go oh you print out a packing list for everyone that's a waste of time you know i've I agree that's with that. another argument. That's <clears throat> another argument that you get what people go. I sell just as much as you do. And I sell the same things that I'm an everything seller. And I just throw it in a box and I send it out with nothing. And I make just as that's many fine. sales. And, and that's great. If that's what works. This is in no way telling somebody no, to do it, one way or another or that I'm right. They're wrong. It's the solution this on this I'm is as, as unique as your store. I mean, there's a million solutions here. If I, if I was going to redo this today. And, yeah. and we were out of these cards and we were going to start a new method or do something different. I think I would probably go with something more like a coupon code. Yeah. Kind of a, you know, here's 10% off your next purchase. If you're not going to use it, give it to a friend type thing. Yeah. So that I could track when people use that coupon code and see how effective that strategy is. Yeah. I think I would go more focused towards that. But there's, I, I do think there's... There's an unlimited amount of things you can ask. And I really don't. Yes. It's it's limited by your imagination. So, it, I mean, we could have yeah. a QR code that goes directly to a landing page on our actual website. So we could track traffic that comes to that. And from there, yeah. I mean, we could do drawings and giveaways. We can get their email address. We get, There's so much you could do. Yeah. But just, uh, you know, my, my thought, my focus, and my plan was just to, just to, do something that didn't a, a small change i made a yep. change in my store and it or not in my store at all but how what i was giving to the customer when they when they got their their package they have this packing list i always write that personal thank you on there and if so the only thing that changed like was that sticker right was that sticker that is the That's only it. change that i made and it's like then how do i how do i track that or how can i say is that doing any good for me well the way that i'm looking at it now i i wrote down i have like a note right up here how many followers i had in my ebay store now followers there might be that saying oh it doesn't matter if people are following your store well if they have those notifications and stuff turned on when you list new items they're going to see those you, items come up yeah if it matters if you're sending seller. them marketing well yeah exactly that's a whole nother topic <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a whole you know, but mine mine is totally within the eBay thing. I'm not even doing any outside marketing. I put that sticker on there, and that QR code that's generated just goes directly to my store. Shows that they can click that heart that says to save the seller. And where what what can I track with that, or what can I say? Is it doing any good? Is the one small change now? Is it a waste of time and waste of money? I bought this roll of labels, these yellow labels that go in my Rolo printer 
that I use every day. Now I have I just so happen to have two Rolo printers. And so right now I have one loaded up with these stickers and I have the other one is out in my office that sure. I do my labels. So I'm not switching back and forth or you could switch it once and do a bunch of labels. Well, uh, the thousand labels on the roll was like nine dollars and something. So, so you got like a pen, less than a penny. Less than a penny in a in a sticker. It took me, you know, a couple minutes to design the thing, and I push print, and I print out a, a whole string of them, and I just have them here for when I'm doing. So the effort, so a penny, and I'm sticking that on that sheet. Whether you did that on your sheet, because a lot of people, I don't think, a lot of people would come would go. That's a waste of time. It's a waste of ink. It's a waste of paper, and that's a cost to you to it send could that out. It could be the same thing on a card. It could, yeah, but it could be wherever. But so your so, process changed the the entirety of what you used to do compared to what you do now. It's changed by the fact that you have a sticker that you put on the sheet that you are already printing. You've got an extra printed. penny maybe per box yeah. in it. And what, uh, five seconds to stick the sticker yeah. on there? You know, 10 seconds if I'm lazy and just going real slow and trying to, you know, that now there, my OCD and my centering issues and stuff, the sticker has to be like <laughs> exactly square on there. And Ryan, I'm not just going to haphazardly stick it on. I, okay. Uh, if I want to tell on myself, I have, now here's where it wouldn't be worth it. I have printed out new sheets before, like a new sheet for an item because I stuck the sticker on a little bit crooked, but that's just, <laughs> that's just, <laughs> That's just me. That's my own uh, fault. Okay, where where am I tracking this, or where where can I say did this help? I started this process on January fifteenth. I have this yep. uh, note here. So being uh, today is February the fourth. We're what fifteen, eighteen days month. into it. About a month. Oh yeah. Well, no, yeah. no, no, no. We're like January. You said January fifteenth. January fifteenth. And it's the fourth. So I, yeah, you're about two weeks in. Uh, that I put the stickers in. In that time, I have gained, I just checked this morning before, I have gained five new followers in my eBay store, and I have had one repeat customer, which for for me, that is the goal. That is the goal to get to get repeat customers. That's my focus for making the stickers is yep. to get somebody that purchased something from me to come back and purchase again. And that's and a so, very small, I mean, that's a very small data set. So we don't know for sure that came from that. And 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 I, I think a lot of people are gonna go, well, that that doesn't seem like much, but that is out of the ordinary for your store, isn't it? Well, yeah, because my my number of followers had stayed the same for ever. Every now and then, I'd get a new one or whatever. Yep. Now, all I can say is the uh, the only the only thing that I can say is I made one change. I did one thing that was different. I put a sticker on there, and yep. in you know, you figure if I started the fifteenth, those packages had to get shipped out they had to deliver you know a couple days three days in that so you're going to take that off the time so probably in less than two weeks i have gained five followers on my store and i have one repeat customer can you 100 say it is because of that well no but if i get no followers for months and months and months and i get five after i put a sticker on and i get a repeat customer to me to me it's worth it it's worth it to stick that sticker on there. And after a while, I might change focus. Like you said, you've got um, you've got some viewers to your YouTube channel. Um, yeah, we've had several that have actually commented 
in their they've actually left comments in their views in their review that they've subbed to our channel so yeah and we see comments on our channel that they were they purchased from our store and found our channel from our sticker so and we do and i you know we've got about you know 669 i think right now sub, uh store followers yeah and and we run right like generally between four and a half and five percent return buyers for our sales okay. every month about five percent of them are return buyers which is a pretty decent number of yeah buyers. that's and and that's yeah it's a it's an opportunity and that's my focus is to to get it's the reason that i'm doing it is to try to get those re repeat buyers okay is it a waste of time or money well what i can tell you is the repeat buyer that i had and the item that they bought has overwhelmingly paid for this roll, this $9 roll of stickers that I bought or a penny that I paid Crazy. for for that one. And and actually is going to, it would pay for two or three more rolls of stickers, you know, in the future. So it only takes that one repeat sale or that repeat buyer to make it worth it. And it's yeah, just the, a focus the cost that of I'm ours... doing. I think, yeah, the cost of what we're putting in there, we buy these in such bulk now that there's there's pennies in these. I mean, they yeah. they don't cost as much. We have less than a quarter between both of these combined. Yeah. Because we're and buying it, between 1,000 and 5,000 at a time. And if you look at it as that individual uh, package where you put a quarter's worth of material, which took you um, boxing this up, pitching a card, pitching a sticker, boom. Yep. Put the box up. That customer opens that box Number one, hopefully, Corey, you're packaging your stuff well, and it's a nice presentation when they get yeah, in there. Yeah, we overpack. And then they also <laughs> find your your sticker and stuff, and they might look at it. It might just it might be like you know political mail that comes in. You stand over the trash can with your mail, and it's like I'm going to dump this, and they might not pay one bit of attention. Um, but to you, I assume that either whether it's that repeat customer or whether it's somebody comes to your YouTube channel and starts to to you know subscribe and be a follower and watch your videos and you might get some revenue from that i'm sure that you're saying that that quarter that you send out now when you send out you know 50 packages on a monday or something like that you know you yeah times a quarter that's what yeah 12 bucks 13 12 and a half 13 we can, bucks we can send out for if it costs us a quarter in that which I think it's actually under that, but yeah. if it costs us a quarter, we can send out 144 packages with these <clears throat> in order to get one sale if they're at our average sale price. Our average sale price right now is around $36. Yeah. So that's 144 of these we can send out before we get one sale. And I know we're getting we're getting that yeah. one sale. I know, and that, right so now I know for sure we're getting that one sale. You know, it's just just a, a, a process. It's it's something different, you know, doing something different uh, with your process, with your business. And that might not be some people might go, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to buy. And some people and might not card have the and, goal of, of getting a sale. Yeah. Maybe they're putting their card in for a completely different reason. Maybe the sales. not yes. It depends yes. on their store completely. Uh, yeah, whether that's to get to follow the social media, whether that's to, but just the same, when I was discussing this with Jill, one of her things was, why can't it just be to say thank you? Why just to be a good person, just to be, you know, just to be appreciative of somebody. I'm like, yeah, exactly. That was, yeah, but that's why, a, 
it, my, well, well, put it this way. There's nothing wrong with saying thank you. But in real life, if you're if you're dealing with someone in person, why do you say thank you? Like, why, why do, do I you say, say thank, thank you? you? Yeah. To be to be courteous, to be a good person, to show appreciation for whatever that they've done. Because you're well, and because you're trying to build a relationship, you like you want that person to like you. you yes. I mean, if you didn't care if they liked you and they and they did something for you, you just big about time, jerk. <laughs> Instead of thank you. <laughs> yeah. So you say True. thank you because you want them to like you. And if people yeah. like you, you can build relationships and relationships are mutually beneficial. So it's not a greedy thing to want to build yeah. a good relationship with a customer. It's it's the right thing to do. And it it, it takes a, a very dispassionate e-commerce transaction and puts a little bit of human back in it. There's nothing wrong with saying yes. thank you, but it is it is the beginning step of forming a relationship. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with asking something from a relationship. Nothing. This this is true. And and so. you know, getting that focus of that that whole question of why. Why am I putting yep. something? Why am I doing anything? Whether it's just a sticker on the on the outside of the box. I guess I guess I should say another change that I made is I also printed some some of these that say thank you on them. And I'm sticking them on the outside of the box. Yep. Okay. And so they're seeing a little bit of a thank you, uh, right when they, when they get the box and, but it's that it's maybe you don't do feel comfortable. I, I have talked to a few people that don't feel comfortable asking for a sale. They don't yeah. feel comfortable asking someone to buy again if they've already bought and they feel like yeah. that's a little, eh. one, that's something I think you need to get over. You're, you're, you're in business to sell things. You got to get over the, you have to be yeah. able to ask. But two, maybe don't ask for that. Maybe ask, maybe ask for something that can benefit your business in a different way. Maybe that's just, can you send me a photo of you with this product that you just bought? And I can use it yeah. on my social media then to promote other products in that same category. Here's a picture yeah. of a happy customer. Like there's a lot of things you can ask. But I think if you're going to do the marketing, if you're going to put something in the box, have a reason. And until you figure yeah. out what you want to ask, then I agree with the naysayers that are saying... It's a waste of time and money because it is. Yeah. If you do, if you don't know what you're going to ask, or you're not asking anything, then it is kind of a waste of time. Yeah, agreed. And my initial when I when I first started doing it when I when I started was I was trying to uh, get positive feedback. Uh, you know, get a but as a new store, I wanted to get positive feedback. But that that thank you card that I was doing was not focused towards that because i get right. people that say oh don't don't beg for don't beg somebody for positive feedback or ask for ask for a feedback because when you're asking for feedback that can Always go both ask. ways that can Always be that can be feedback. positive or negative you know it's like sometimes there are sometimes that you send out items that it's a good item it's a good quality item it's it's whatever there's no problems with the transaction um but sometimes it's like no no news is good news. You'd rather I don't not, buy into you know. That. Sometimes you don't get a positive at all if you don't hear anything. A positive or not hearing anything can be are, are I think are somewhat equal than getting that negative or neutral. One thing I guess one benefit of being married for you know twenty five <laughs> plus years is uh -huh. I always want the feedback, positive or negative. We can't yeah. grow and we can't make things better and we can't do anything to, to advance where we are right now if we're not giving feedback positive or negative yes. sometimes negative feedback is way more useful than positive that that positive review makes me feel good for a minute sure but the yeah. negative review might change the way i do business so i i will always ask for feedback no matter what because i want it 
especially as as it, if you have something negative. And if it's unwarranted, it's I'll get it removed. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Some people are just not happy with anything. I thought here for a minute when yeah. you went down that marriage, I thought we were going to, you know, welcome to relationship chat with Ken and Corey. <laughs> um, episode one that we were going to start up a new uh, a new channel there. But yeah, that's just some that's just some stuff that w that we were talking I, about. And it just I think kind we of could have this conversation for days. There's so many routes yeah. to go down. We have a, we still like I think we could do a whole show just on. Okay, now we know you have to have a reason. There should be a purpose behind this. We yeah. could have a whole show of just figuring out what our reason is and what's the best yeah. way to accomplish that reason. Like, there's so much to well, this. What, what, and I guess one of the things that we talked about is I don't understand sometimes the, again, I, everybody needs to do what's good for their business and what works yeah. for them. But that if you just question why I would do it, or the people that will just say, well, I'm not going to do that because there's no benefit to it. I can sell just as much stuff and spend less time packaging it, not having to put this or spend the money. And it's like, why would you, why would you not try well, something, like... try to do something? And even if it was yeah. just for a little bit and get some sort of a, of a feedback, if you're, if you're making a call to action in whatever you're doing in there, whether it's a coupon, did somebody actually use that coupon when it went out? Uh, if it's, you know, number one, just to say thank you, if it's, you know, whatever the thing is, get YouTube viewers. Uh, I think it's very much like what we talked that, about. What we talked and, about with planes to profit and what we talked about with watching youtube channels that are outside of the niche in marketing yeah. and stuff like that i think it's very important in this and, and in any business to get outside of that bubble get outside of your normal and start asking yeah. why and seeing different ways to do things i think that stuff is invaluable yeah and, and you're right some people just get a little bit stagnant and they sit and things are done this way and they want things to stay that way and they stop looking for the new things I think yeah. it's super important to get out of your comfort zone. Yes. And if and if it doesn't work for you or you know, I would be interested in the comments. Of course we we had some comments before uh when we kind of touched on this uh of people weighing in on that you know they've done it before they're they're not going to do it or whatever i would like to see you know what what folks yeah. are doing and what steps but now that i have more of a focused what i want to ask for and and in in this instance with the little barcode on there it makes it easy because i'm not asking too much no like it's say, a very I'm small saying, ask it's it's a it's they scan this and they go right to my store and if they save me as a seller that's it um and you'll um, know if it's you'll know if you ask too much general yeah i mean the, the feedback will tell you if you ask too much if you ask too much they won't do it yeah and it's I, simple I to find out <laughs> as a as a buyer myself or as a consumer i don't want to go through a bunch of stuff i'm not usually going to leave you know well, like i said my original uh, reason for doing it was to get positive feedback and asking for the positive feedback or uh, well i wasn't even asking i was just because i didn't want to beg somebody for positive feedback or get some sort of feedback i wanted I just I wanted to say thank you, and then maybe when they got that card, they would go, "Oh, that was nice. Let's go back and give this thing a personal feedback or a positive feedback." But that's also something that eBay is going to ask them for. We all get Four that as buyers or and five sellers. Times. Yeah, they're going to come back after <laughs> what thirty days or have fifty days. They're going to go ask hey, until you do it. Send a review. Send a review. Oh, which is another thing that I think that eBay needs to work on. In that, let's just delve into that for two seconds. 
When a buyer buys something from me and then cancels the order or has some sort of a, of an yeah. issue or whatever, you still get that notification back from eBay that says, "Hey, put out reviews. You can build, you know, better customer relations if you put reviews." Well, okay, so I go to these pages where all the reviews are, and there are all of these items that either people have canceled or there was some sort of a thing, and it's like, well, okay, eBay, give me an opportunity to really tell the true story. My option is the big positive button, boink, mm -hmm. that's it. I, have, I don't have an option as a seller to either, not that I would give somebody a negative, or a neutral oh, or something like that. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Yeah, they were. But I, I understand somebody buys something from me and in a timely manner, they cancel it, whether it, yep. whether it's that whole excuse of, oh, my kid got a hold of my phone and they navigated all the way to eBay, found your page, selected a product, clicked on buy, picked a payment process and clicked it again. <laughs> I It was accidentally bought by my kid. It's like, Okay, or some people change their mind, or some people when they cancel an order, they'll give you yeah, a I don't reason think if the that transaction, they canceled the order. If the transaction didn't go through, I don't think you should be able to leave review or get reviews. Yeah, I think if if you didn't complete the transaction for whatever reason, it shouldn't be. I think that is something eBay needs to change. That's it'd be nice to see that buttoned up because it is. But it I, does leave a lot of room for just dumb stuff to happen. You get the emails, though. You get those notifications and stuff like, yeah. hey, review these products, and it keeps going over and over. My review is, you know, it would have been nice had the person actually bought the item. That's that's my <laughs> review. You know, they, they canceled it, or there wasn't, you know, there's no, I'm not going to leave somebody a positive review. I would be like, best customer I never had. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, a there's a lot of avenues. A lot of avenues. Uh I'd Ooh, like I to see in the comments. Just... I got four pluses the other day. A, I was an A plus 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 a something seller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. those were asterisks. <laughs> you were being cursed. You gonna make me? That's <laughs> no. I'd like so. to. I'd like to see in the comments some some ideas now. If if yeah. this changed your way of thinking about it a little bit, great. If it didn't, great. But if you are thinking about it based on the conversation we had here today, what are some of the reasons why you, what are some of the things you might want your customer to do? Yeah. And how can you accomplish it? Like, give us some ideas of what you think you might do in, exactly. in, the, in your boxes and why are you doing it? What are you trying to accomplish? Because I, I think it's it's endless out there. And I'm sure there's some super creative people thinking of, yeah. way better things than we are and you know that's that sharing of those ideas you know makes that's what's positive in in the community is oh yep. hey i was thinking of doing this or yeah if we did make you think a little bit more about it what is that focus um rather than the general argument or that you see out there is i do this because uh, that's what I do. That's I do this because I watched other YouTubers that said you should do this with no focus on why you're doing it, which was where I started with it. And then I abandoned for a while. I was in that camp of, ah, it doesn't do any good. It's a waste of time. And just recently, well, like I said, the 15th, but it's also then the other side of the argument you know, just, oh, waste of time, not going to do it. These people that say you need to do this, I make just as many sales and I'm happy with what I with what I do. It's like, well, that's great if that's what works for you. But 
that question of why not, why not try something? And if you are deciding that you, why, if the answer of why wouldn't I try and you go, yeah, I should, then what? What am I going to put? What's the focus? What is, what do I want to ask this person for and not be afraid to ask for it? And um, that's a that's a good point too. That refinement part, like I'm a complete geek for business growth. Like that's that's yes. what gets me excited is the business and growth. So it's not only do just something. the business growth, just a complete geek. Just all the way, <laughs> just a complete geek. <laughs> yeah, that's. I'm big on just do something and then figure out how to refine that process and make it better. Or do you need to get rid of the process? Like if you sent me a coupon in the box that said, "Here's fifteen percent off your next purchase." I might consider looking through your store to see if there's something I want. If you sent me the same card that said, buy 10 things for my store, get one free, I'd probably throw it away and be like, I'm not going to buy 10 things and get one thing. Yeah. Like there is a level that you can ask and a level you can't. There's there's things that yeah. work and things that don't. And the conversation to, to refine that and what other people are doing, I, I think is a great conversation to have. I'd love to hear other people's yeah. Yeah. input on it. Yeah, it's... Uh... It's something you and I, you know, talk quite extensively, you know, four to four to five miles worth of conversation the other day. What um, we're saying is we're trying to bring smarter people than us into our conversation. We need your help. Yeah, we we <laughs> want your ideas and what you're doing and, and you, what you do. And if you are doing something, are you seeing those results? Are you yeah. seeing a result? Are you just doing it because that's you have what an you idea do of every how day? to measure it? And like, you know, yeah, have you thought exactly. about how to measure it? And just like Corey said the other day, you know, the, all the cards that he didn't say it the other day, he just said it a little bit ago, the cards that he sends out now, maybe, maybe, uh, they're asking too much or not the right questions, or, you know, that's kind of given you in our conversation, Corey, that's kind of given you, it's like, maybe I need to rethink once we use up these cards that you have currently, what, what is a focus? Do I want to center that down more to something that I can track? Rather than asking for everything, you know, yeah. like say you have your whole, you have your whole link tree on there as your QR code, which is great because that gives everybody all of your, your information. But then is that extra steps for the customer? They click on the link tree. Oh, it's now, oh, do I want to go to the eBay? Do I want to go to this? Yeah. It gives them all of and that. And I would say that's, I would say with this, it's working and I can see yeah. evidence that it's working. Yeah. But I can also see evidence that it could work a whole lot better. Like there's, yes. we could definitely focus this better, uh, like not even yeah. just a little better, a lot better. So we will be making changes as soon as we get low on these and we get ready to order our next set. Yeah. We will be refocusing that, but so. it doesn't take long to burn through those. So it won't be long before yeah. we're starting to look at what we're going to do next. All right. I think, I think that's enough of that conversation. Did we get this Corey? conversation finally taken care of? Uh, well, not finally, because it it opens up more questions than not. And I'm, I'm looking forward to see if people comment on it uh, again. Not the most uh, not the most rip roaring exciting. show, but hopefully people sound, found some benefit and at least maybe started talking or maybe the conversation is you guys are nuts and, and you shouldn't. You know, it's a well, if you it, don't find growing is it's a waste of time. Yeah. If you don't find growing your business exciting, you might not be my kind of people. Like that's wow, just, that's my true. exciting. <laughs> yes. It, I, I've had those conversations with Corey and every time everything is started, it's like, oh, I never thought of that. Uh, or I never thought of it that way. And, um, but you know, little steps, little changes, little differences, little something yep. might work, might not work. 
might, you know, whatever. But if you don't try something, you never Nothing know. Nothing ever changes. So and you become eBay. That's true. <laughs> you, the old, yeah, there you go. There you go. Some changes need to be made uh, there as well. So, uh, Corey, any any final thoughts? Hopefully, folks stuck around for, we're about twice as long as a normal episode. This is a long um, episode. We apologize. Yeah. Well, it's a sorry, not no, sorry situation. No, we don't situation. apologize. <laughs> I, I want to see people at least start to think about it. And, and if the thought is, you guys are, you know, no, we're not going to do that. That's great. At least, you know, maybe you thought a little yeah, bit about your business. Too. And yeah, I want to, I want to know what people think about that. So, um, Corey, anything, no, any think, closing words? I think we're all set. Thanks for sticking around. If you're still here, thanks for sticking around. Yeah. And we will see you guys next time. If you're still here at this, at this whole time, Corey's giving away a $500 eBay. No, <laughs> <laughs> just put down in the comments, hashtag thank you card or something like that. No, it that's not true. All no. Right, I'm out of here. No, I'm just, no, I'm just <laughs> rambling. <laughs>